Welcome to House Party, a podcast where real estate, news, and pop culture collide. Coming straight to you from the editors of Realtor.com. This week, we talk about Katy Perry's $7.5 million guest house, decluttering, and the things that people regret getting rid of. A creepy castle on a private island, a.k.a. the ultimate getaway for a buyer who wants their privacy. And the SoCal House of the Future, with Drone Helipad. Plus, our winners and losers of the week. Stay with us. Here we are back in the studio. I'm Natalie Way, and I'm joined with my co-editors, Eric Gunther, Rachel Stoltz, and Judy Dutton. Hey, guys. Hi, Natalie. Hey, Natalie. Hi. How is it going? Okay, so Katy Perry, we just saw breaking news, semi-breaking news. Um, just closed on a $7.5 million guest home in this, uh, da- just down the street from her place in Beverly Hills, Beverly Hills, Beverly Hills. This is a report from TMZ. They're saying that she will likely use it as a guest house, um, for oh, friends and family that come nice. to visit her. <laughs> yeah, I know. Sweet. Right. <laughs> Must be nice to have money. Yeah. It's in a gated community, which has also been the home to Ellen DeGeneres, Ashton Kutcher, Jennifer Lawrence. So it's definitely like a star studded part of Beverly Hills. And she she's definitely not the only celebrity that's done this. That's bought a guest house for her um, or, or bought, bought a guest house. That's like this huge multimillion dollar place. I mean, um, Eric, you've probably covered some of these houses yeah. too. I mean, we just did one uh, where Taylor Swift sold the house that was kind of her LA guest house. It was a mid-century modern, beautiful home. Uh, and she kept it as her guest house for when friends or family, her parents came into Southern California. They didn't stay necessarily at her place. I mean, I'm sure some people are allowed at her main residence, but for the most part, she set this up as a kind of a luxury stop for uh, folks that came in to visit her. And I mean, we've seen other celebs buy multiple properties in the same area. Last week, we discussed Drake. Um, you know, mm-hmm. we discussed the Kardashians, and I'm sure we're going to discuss them again today. Um, <laughs> but they, they are, you know, they tend to cluster. Uh, and do they need that many homes? Probably not to live in. But if you have guests or friends or family, or you want, in, you know, additional income, perhaps, I don't know. Well, I mean, if you have the money, and you have the time. <laughs> I guess it's it's great for Katy Perry and for her family. Right. And of course, it beats having friends crash on your couch every time they're in town. Who wants that? Right, right, right. Nobody. Especially if you're a celebrity. And it just feels like, it just feels like something that a celebrity would do. So, yes. you know, Katy Perry is no different. <laughs> Thank God. So one of the coolest houses we discovered this week is called the Carlton Island Villa. Uh, Natalie, I wouldn't exactly call it cool. I would call it creepy. Is it, uh, is it cool oh, in its creepiness? Uh, I, I suppose if you have uh, 10 or $12 million to spare to bring it back to life. It's an abandoned home that's been abandoned for the past seven decades. And it's on the market now for $495,000. So just a shade under half a million. Uh, what? Wait, seven, seven, <laughs> seven decades. decades yeah. <laughs> it's been sitting just, just open, open to the elements. Yeah. That's a, that, that would set the record for DOM. Um, 
And where is it? And where is it, it is located? In Cape Vincent, New York. It's up. I mean, how do I place it? It's up way upstate New York, basically across the. It's on the St. Lawrence River, right across from Canada. It's closer to Canada than it is to say Syracuse. It's way up there. It's okay. it's okay. You know, it, it's a drive. It would be a hike for for somebody from New York City to go up there. The allure is that, it, I mean, you know, it's not haunted or anything, but I mean, it is certainly creepy. If you take a look at the pictures uh, that accompany the story, you'll see it for yourself. Uh, it was built in the 1890s as a vacation home for a rich kind of, you know, industry baron at the time uh, who had made his fortune in the typewriter business. He only lived there for a short time and there was some sort of, you know... I, who knows if it's an urban legend or if it was actually true, but he reportedly died of a heart attack oh. on the first night at his mansion. Uh, it passed on to his sons, and in the 30s, GE, you know, General Electric, uh, bought the place, and they attended to use it as a corporate retreat. Uh, World War II started up in the late 30s. GE abandoned their plans. And no one has lived in the place since 1927. It's been open to the elements, and then also, you know, dovetailing with the World War II era, uh, people were allowed to go in and take some of the pieces of the house for uh, scrap or for use in the war efforts. And so hmm. what you have basically is a shell that's kind of been picked over and it is just sitting there. And uh, one estimate, like I say, is around 10 to 12 million to bring it back to life. Um, the owners, you know, are holding on to it. I don't know. At one point, it becomes a teardown, and yeah. somebody just decides to build something new. But uh, you know, the, sh the shell is there; it's been sitting there for seventy years. The other, you know, mitigating factor uh, for a buyer is that you would need to bring in all the materials to bring it back to life via barge, oh because it's an island. It's on an island. As you know, it, it could be a hotel. It could be a bed and breakfast. You know. As it's kind of configured now, it, could, it would be about a 15,000 square foot residence. That's what it was initially built as. So, uh, I mean, it's, it's wow. huge. It's a huge, empty mansion, kind of decrepit, not kind of decrepit, decrepit, um, and just sitting there open to the elements. Uh, nobody's tended to it in decades. It's uh, Yeah, it seems like there's a lot of opportunity with this place for a celebrity or a really wealthy person who wants to live in privacy. To just go and live on their own right. island. Who wouldn't want a private island? I mean, this is a cheap, not a cheap, but an affordable opportunity for a private island. Um, whether you decide to try and right. uh, preserve the house that's on it or build something yourself. I think part of it, again, is the location. It's not, I mean, if you <laughs> want to be close to Canada, um, this would be a perfect Great. opportunity. It's it's Justin not Bieber. necessarily near any herb, any, any near any uh big cities. I mean, your nearest big city might be oh, wow. Buffalo or Syracuse way up there. It, it sounds like logistics would be difficult, yes. but if you're just, if you want to become a recluse and just like go live on the border of Canada, you guys should go check out the photos um, on realtor.com slash news. This home is super creepy. I'm getting kind of the chills just looking at it. So one of our favorite advice stories we covered this week is about decluttering. Judy, what is this amazing story about? 
we do lots of articles on decluttering. People love decluttering and throwing things out, but there is a point where you can go overboard. You cross a line and you can actually start throwing out stuff that you should keep. And so we decided to ask people, hey, is there anything that you threw out that looking back, you really wished you hung on to a little longer? And it's so interesting because people, everyone had a story about something, the one that got away, the thing that they threw out that they really wished they could have back. Things like personal papers. So paperwork, it's like, eh, I don't need that, you know, invoice or whatever from years ago. But actually, this one person said he regrets throwing out some of his paperwork because he realized later on that he wanted to write a memoir and he really wished he had all those records that he could go through to actually, hmm. you know, write something. As somebody who's cleaned out uh, after a couple of grandparents and done, you know, kind of cleaned out a couple of houses, it's uh, I've seen utility bills and phone bills from the 40s, from yeah, the 50s, cool. uh, report cards from from the 40s oh. and 50s. It's not cool. <laughs> uh, you, it's, not, it's, nothing, it's nothing you would ever want to see. It, it, it's it check registers from the 70s. What? Why? What do you need that for? Okay. Throw we it out. Really see why? the difference in our so I, you, know. Yeah. you know, and also I think another thing that many people regret is that they end up throwing out things that they're too young to appreciate at the time. Mm-hmm. Like, ew, my mother's photographs of me as a toddler with, you know, spaghetti on my face. Ugh, I don't need that anymore. And then off it goes because you're, you know, you're 25 and you don't care about that photo. And yet a decade later, you might be like, oh, I still wish I had that photo of me, two-year-olds with spaghetti on my face. Yeah, so. no, for sure. For those <laughs> hashtag TBTs. <laughs> on yep. Instagram. Yeah. Or the or the photos where you don't look good. That's another one that people often throw out. It's like, yuck, I look terrible. And yet if there are other people in the photo that you kind of wouldn't mind seeing them every once in a while, you know, in the photo. Here's hoping that you listeners never throw out anything that is of value to you, both monetary and sentimental. Loosely called the House of the Future. It's in Los Angeles and it comes with its own. Well, Eric, why don't you just tell us about all these crazy features? Yeah, that it comes so with? this is a house called Starview. Uh, it was built in the late 50s. It's kind of a, a mid century home. And it, at the time, it was built or billed also as the House of the Future um, for the late 50s, early 60s era, looking forward into what uh, consumers might want decades down the line. A developer named Rick Perkins bought the place in 2016 for about $2.3 million, just a little less than 2.3. And what he intended to do was transform it again into the home of the future, but for our era, 2017, 2018. So we had one of our writers go down there and attend the launch party of Starview. And um, what it offers is a personal drone helipad. And uh, (laughs) it's the first of its kind on the West Coast that we know of. And the builder is thinking ahead to a time when you'll be able to receive deliveries by drone. So you'll have this helipad or pad in your backyard where the drone can then land and, you know, bring your Amazon goods. And then he's also looked at what Uber is proposing to do in the mid-20s, sometime in the next decade or so, which is offer kind of an Uber by uh, aircraft on demand. 
Um, so, what? <laughs> so yeah, so that's so this has a it, it is too much. too much, and it has so it has it has a helipad out back, and it it was uh, for the launch party. They had a drone on site that can hold up to five hundred pounds, and it's uh, but as reported in our story, uh, the there is a wrinkle with the whole drone thing. It's not uh, the allowed by the FAA yet. And uh, the neighborhood d- doesn't really allow it. So um, once the laws catch up, maybe the house of the future will be a place to, to be. It's an interesting concept, but uh, we'll see if uh, when drones actually take over. Where else are these homes with drone helipads located? I don't, in the I don't know that there are any. The I mean, if, if there are any, please uh, send, drop us a line. Mm-hmm. I would love to know more about your personal drone helipad. If you have a personal you- drone helipad, write us. I want to write about your your house. News, News at realtor.com. <laughs> Eric sure. up there. I'll give you my <laughs> personal email address. Um, so <laughs> anyway, beyond the helipad, there are other features. Uh, they added, it was about 4,500 square feet. And so he doubled the square footage to about 8,000 and added a third level, uh, a top level. That's just a master bedroom. And then also added a bottom level that's kind of a game room, gym, uh, bar area. It has a sauna, I guess, that's kind of like this infrared sauna. So that's kind of the the futuristic futuristic idea there. The other futuristic element of the house is that it has the um, roof tiles or it has solar panels. I don't know if it has the Tesla roof tiles, but it definitely has solar panels with Tesla batteries mounted to the house. So it's... uh, off the grid you can be off the grid at this house uh, it's environmentally friendly uh, all this uh, for 12 million dollars only 12 million dollars for the house of the future in bel air right along to our favorite segment of the week winners and losers before we jump into our winner i would like to give a special shout out to william daniels who is he he's an actor he played mr feeney on uh boy meets world and he was also the voice of kit in knight rider He's kind of a beloved um, cult character for people who grew up in the 90s and the 80s. And he scared off burglars from his home a couple days ago. He was startled in the night. He turned on the light and they fled. He's 91 and he's still on his game. I Big props to Yay. William Daniels. And I'm so glad that you and your wife are happy and safe and sound and didn't get burgled. All right, so let's move on to our winner of the week. Our winner of the week is Kylie Jenner. You may have heard of her from Kardashian fame. I don't know, just a little known name. Just just so happens to be probably like the top real estate mogul in Hollywood right now. Yeah, at a mere 21 years old, no less. Yeah, so Kylie bought a brand new house um, for half a million dollars less than the listing than the final listing price. It's um, about she paid close to fourteen million, a little less than fourteen million for it, and she's going to live there with Travis Scott, who is the father of her daughter Stormy Webster. <laughs> so, Natalie, do you think they're going to stay together? Who knows? <laughs> Who knows, but um, they have a beautiful house to hang out in, so it's not like real estate is a problem for them or money. Um, 
Definitely not because Kylie also just bought her mom, Chris, a Ferrari for her birthday a couple days ago. <laughs> so all is well in Kylie Jenner land. What, Natalie, um, what does this bring the tally up to in terms of homes owned by Kylie? So current homes that she homes that she currently owns right now, she owns two. There's the $12 million one in Hidden Hills, and uh-huh. then there's this one, um, okay. which it, I think I might have mentioned this, but it's in Beverly Hills. Um, so currently has two. Don't know if she's going to sell Hidden Hills, but total, she has purchased five houses. Okay. <laughs> and then I think she also purchased a an empty dirt lot. Next, next to one of the houses too. One of those sold, dirt lots. And <laughs> sold that. She sold it. Yeah, where, as well. Where do I get a Where do I get a dirt lot? I think she was going to develop it, tr- turn it into like a um, an animal sanctuary or or like a chicken farm. Naturally, because she's into that sort of thing. <laughs> Kylie is our winner for the week. Um, but who's our loser? The real estate loser this week is Penny Hardaway. Mm, sad Penny. Yeah, cue the sad trombone for Penny. He uh, sold his Miami house. Uh, he, former NBA all-star, he bought a house in Miami in 2009 for $3.6 Great, right? You know, I mean, he. this was after his career had ended in the NBA. His career was kind of derailed by knee injuries. He was... Uh, you know, he was named an all-star four out of his first five seasons, but towards the back half of his career, he was kind of a shell of his former self. He had some good seasons, but was never an all-star again. Um, but he made a ton of money, and you may remember him from, he had some famous little penny ads for Nike back in the 90s, um, kind of dovetailing with your Boy Meets World fascination. I don't understand that. Okay, well let, let's let's link to that in our. our I will. Blog post I will. Because, I uh, will. No, I definitely will. We want to appear appeal to a lot of different demographics. Yes. Oh, Lil Penny was very entertaining. So Lil Penny bought this place in 2009 for 3.6 million. Uh, in 2017, he put it on the market for 3.7. So you know, hoping to you know basically break even, maybe make eke out a tiny bit of profit. Uh, nobody came forward the price was then cut to 3.5 3.2 2.9 and then he just sold it in early october to a buyer for 2.5 so he paid 3.6 for it in 2009 and sold it for 2.5 it which isn't really ideal i mean to take a million dollar loss that's kind of getting dunked on right there that's uh, what they would call being posterized in the nba so anyway, Penny uh, sold the place. It's a beautiful home, uh, 8,600 8, square feet, beautiful, you know, home theater with all kinds of Penny memorabilia. Doubt that will transfer with the house. But he took a job as the head coach of the Memphis Tigers college basketball. That's his alma mater. Um, so he had no need for this Miami place anymore. And again, it's kind of what we've talked about uh, on prior pods where uh, you you're not necessarily going to ever go back to that house. So there is a bit of distress there and maybe buyer sense that and they're, they're waiting it out to get the best deal possible. So they know, they know that you're not necessarily going to be living in Miami anymore. You're already moving to Memphis. You've taken a job in Memphis. Why would you need this house? So he had, he had, he didn't have time on his side uh, to just wait it out. 
right. Well, thank you, guys. This was so awesome. Thanks for joining me this week. Thanks, Natalie. Thanks, Natalie. If you would like to hear um, more, please subscribe to us um, with the Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Um, please give us a five-star rating if you can. If you want to offer anything else, that's fine, too. Um, if you rate and review us, more people will find out about the podcast. Please share us with your friends, too, um, if you think they'll enjoy it. And if you would like to read any of the stories that we discussed today or more news and advice stories about real estate, you can go to realtor.com slash news and you can find so much about real estate and celebs and advice and everything you ever really needed to know. And one more thing, if you want to follow us on Twitter, we are at House Party Pod. So please follow us there. We will share our stories um, there as well. That's it for House Party this week. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. Goodbye. Bye. Hello.